Good evening, ladies and germs, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Eye for an Eye. I am one of your lovely hosts, your boy Matty Ice. And I am your other host, who's not Hostess. Lovely. Yes, I am your other host with the most, Big Lee. <laughs> We're coming up with a better nickname than Big Lee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love it. I fucking hate it. You sound like a truck driver from Mississippi. <laughs> Big Lee. Who says I ain't, bitch? Who says I ain't, bitch? Damn right. it. Matt, tell us what we're doing here today. So, we're not going from Big Lee. <laughs> we are going to Big Sharks. Hey. For any of you guys who don't know, it's freaking Shark Week. <laughs> That's not on ESPN. But... Shark Week is one of my personal favorite weeks of the year. It's hey. awesome. It's a highlight of the apex predator on our planet, other than us. I think that's dope that we give them the love they deserve because they are the top hunters on the planet. I think that's sweet. But we also get a lot of interesting attacks. And for our minisodes today, WTH3, hey. we're going to talk about some very interesting shark attacks. Some of the ones that you may not believe have happened, but they did. And people live to survive the tale. Down under. So, Lise, first one I want to talk to you about. I did some research. I found a few interesting stories. Tell me all about them, Matt. I'm excited to. Are you ready? Okay, so the first one's called the Dolphin Defenders. Technically, this is a tale of a thwarted shark attack. Not actually a victim in this one. So, that's good news. But, Rob Howe. His teenage daughter and two of her friends were swimming off the coast of New Zealand's Ocean Beach when seven dolphins started swimming very quickly towards them in a circle. They formed around them and started just aggressively, really hard, slapping their tails against the water, forming this circle and swimming around them. So they didn't know what the hell was going on. They're sitting there looking around, watching these dolphins... And then he, how says that an opening appeared for a second in these dolphins' circle of death, which is awesome that they did this. And there was an unmistakable, massive shape of a great white shark right there. So he said that the dolphins maintained the shield around the group for 40 minutes, staying with them as they swam all the way back to shore and protecting them from the shark. Damn. Seven dolphins. So basically these dolphins saved their asses because they were pretty far offshore if it took them 40 minutes to get back in. Yeah. Aren't dolphins normally, like, more vicious than sharks? No. Dolphins are... No, not at all. I'm pretty sure there are more. there's more dolphin attacks than there are shark attacks. No, dude. Dolphins are generally pretty playful animals. They don't attack people. Not that I know of, at least. I mean, I'm sure there's probably been, like, confusion and stuff, like bottlenose dolphins and stuff have probably attacked somebody because they live in rivers like but I don't I think dolphins are generally pretty docile creatures but 
Yeah, Wait. I thought that was a cool ass story, man. I mean, you know. I did a quick Google. Google. And uh, on July 6, 1999, there was a New York Times article that said evidence puts dolphins in new light as killers. Now go on with your uh, stories. That took place in 1999, you say? Yeah, but how much could they have changed? <laughs> you know how much I've changed since 1999? <laughs> so, um... People and dolphins change, Lisa. Um, wait, ready? This is real quick. Eleven animals more likely to kill you than sharks. Mosquitoes, hippos, deer, bees, dogs, ants, jellyfish, cows, horses, spiders, snakes, sharks. Or People. <coughs> Number, Ooh, one. <coughs> Number one. Um, and that's so true. Mosquitoes being number one. It's the deadliest animal. Fuck malaria, man. Fuck malaria, man. Um... Okay, so another interesting tidbit here that I found. Um, this is a National Geographic article that I thought was really cool. Two-headed sharks. I'm talking, yeah, like I just said. Two-headed sharks keep springing up in the oceans. Like, there's starting to be a lot of these motherfuckers. Could you imagine that? Two-headed sharks have been identified in an embryo of Atlantic sawtail cat sharks and several have been discovered in recent years. Off the coast of Spain, they've been doing research on these little bastards for a couple years now to try and figure out what it is. No one really knows why more of them are showing up, but two-headed sharks are believed to be the result of overfishing, reducing the gene pool, leading to genetic abnormalities. So some of these fish are recreating with other fish of their same family or species. I don't know, I don't know how that works. Ancestral sharks. That's a hard thing to say. Ancestral sharks. Say it three times fast. Ancestral sharks, ancestral sharks, ancestral sharks, ancestral sharks, ancestral sharks. That's annoying. Get the fuck out. That is hard. You know I'm nice at rapping though. Um Others have simply suggested that there are just more scientific journals around to publish the accounts of these discovered sharks. But either way, these two-headed, two-pronged, freaking, you know, double sharks, <laughs> double sharks. Are, are out here, man. They're, they're, double sharks. If you're in Spain and you see a shark with two heads. Fucking book it. The thing to do is, is just die because you're not getting away from both you're not getting away from both heads um okay i got one more story i want to tell here tell us all about it this is actually a story about a dear old friend shark named bruce bruce was a kind shark he did all his due diligence as a shark grew all his rows of teeth what is it he was a great shark, and no one gave him the time of day, Paul Bruce. Paul Bruce. Bruce was cast as an outcast monster when all he wanted to do was swim amongst the fish. Oh, here it is. Ooh, Matt said he found it, and he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he, no didn't. he didn't. There it is. Oh, there it is. So Maybe the third time he said it, maybe it will come true. So. 
Any day now. No, this isn't the right. We are waiting for you. Fuck. While Matt is looking for his third Shark Week situation, I would like to come at you with a new WTH3 episode of my own real quick. And I'm going to add his back onto the end of his. But I'm going to do one while he's, I'm waiting for him to find this article. Wait, I have it. But wait, is this about Shark Week? No, not at all. So go. Oh, yeah, then let's just make, let's just keep this about Shark Week. Well, I was going to cut that and make it a new episode. Oh, oh, oh got you. Uh, so what I want to tell you guys is about the first known shark attack in California. Now, unfortunately, this was a fatal attack. But I just thought it was, like, crazy how this happened. So, Barry Wilson was 17 years old, and he was an avid tuba player who holds the unfortunate record of being the first shark attack victim in the history of California. He was swimming about 40 feet from the shore with a friend at Lover's Point in Pacific Grove, California, when he started just violently shaking from side to side. He screamed for help. Excuse me. He screamed for help, but the shark quickly made another pass, attacking Wilson from the front, picking him up lifting his body completely out of the water into the air. Oh, fuck that. And then dragging him down below to the depths. A few moments later, he resurfaced and people came swimming over to his aid trying to get him back to shore, but the current made it impossible. Wait, he was alive after all that? He survived that part. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. He survived being dragged underwater. And um, bitten but, by but, a shark. And bitten. Well, he was bitten in his left hand, or I'm sorry, in his right hamstring and buttocks, and they had been literally completely severed. Um, and his entire right leg was basically littered, like just ruined by the shark. Um, and he did not make it back to shore, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. That's a deep, but horrible thing. I thought the crazy part about that was, the wildness for me was that, well, first of all, he was only 40 feet offshore. That's not very far. Second of all, this thing came at him from the, the back. Okay, first of all, hit him once, hit him on the leg, went back down. Came back up, hit him from the front, tossed my man's in the air, and waited for him to come back down to the water. That is fucking scary. (laughs) That's what that is. Then fucking ate him. That. (laughs) That's chomped his ass. I mean, it's awful. Like I'm honestly like grossed out, and I feel terrible. Then chomped his ass. Don't you throw your food up in the air before you catch it in your mouth? Only if it's a grape or sometimes a piece of popcorn. Well, thank you, Matt, for sharing those wonderful Shark Week stories. They'll be out this glorious Shark Week. Woo! That is happening currently. Ah-da-ah. Let us know. If you know of a shark attack, tell us all about it because it's fucked up. And this is WTH3. WTH3. All right, well, on that note, Good night. Goodbye.